0: Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee.
1: I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tinsian.
0: And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, February 10th, and this is episode 39 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast, and this is the second episode in our new campaign, Spire Labyrinth. Last week, we wandered around the town a little, had some conversation in the tavern, and an incident occurred, which Tinsian will now catch us up on. Dungeon Master, you are a go.
1: Sanitary has encountered the other members of the party who had gone out to search for as a disruption was taking place at the congregation point for various merchants within the city. Apparently, a a uh, merchant that was delayed and rerouted going through uh, a Northern trade routes uh, has encountered some repercussions to the trip, uh, the earlier trip. As the party moves towards uh, the area, the city guard is largely just trying to keep people away, but they seem somewhat relieved, uh, as your group approaches in the distance, there is the ramshackle shack of the merchant that in Atari, uh, encountered earlier. And since her visits, uh, the roof has been knocked off the shack and there appears to be a lot of smashing sounds coming from within.
0: Is that our cue to do something? <laughs> <laughs> the long
2: silence.
0: Just the and... And action. action. <laughs> uh, last time I think Xanatari had run forward towards the building, and you guys want to say what you're doing, but I'm intending to engage the Minotaurs, which were n- smashing things. Yep.
2: Just by the way, I think that was our cue to actually go, Here. We. Go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um... Our- um the Minotaurs are outside the building right now?
1: There's uh, one inside, and there is one outside that is uh, smashing things. Pretty much they're uh, just trying to destroy this this guy's place. And
3: how far are they away from the party?
1: Right now it would be about uh, two movement turns, unless they turn to engage you guys and use their move. Okay.
2: Um, out of curiosity, what do I need to roll to stop throwing up? Because, if I remember correctly, I was still pretty pretty wasted from uh, the meeting in the tavern.
1: Uh, if you wish to, I can, uh, roll a d20 versus your fortitude, okay. and I get a 9 versus your fortitude.
2: My fortitude is 13.
1: Okay, you do a little bit better than just managing to avoid chucking up uh, at this point. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if Caesar is actually just running around in his uh, his skivvies or not, but um, I think he's pretty pretty much with the party as well, correct? Cesar? Yes.
4: I, I think we determined that I was not armored, but I did have my weapon. Okay. That's what she said. Aha. <laughs>
3: Yeah, oh, sorry.
0: That was nice.
3: Nice. Um, I, I Mithrin would also like to run up next to Zanatari, but as I'm running, I would like to be yelling at these Minotaurs, going, Minotaurs, what are you doing? What are you doing? If you don't you know give us some reason for what you're doing, we're gonna have to assume that you are <laughs> attacking the town.
0: He's so eloquent in his battle rage.
2: <laughs> Let's be <laughs> eloquent
0: now.
2: <laughs> Let's fight with words. <laughs>
1: There's actually a little bit of a response. Uh, The Minotaur that's on the outside uh, delays swinging his rather large maul. Um, And for those listening who aren't aware, a maul is a large two-handed hammer. It's
2: just a bear on a stick.
1: (laughs) 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 The Minotaur stops... uh, before he's able to swing and turns somewhat partially as if sort of noticing that there is a fly in the room, um, and levels his gaze on to uh, Mithrin, turning the as seeing the group approach. However, seeing that Mithrin is attempting to engage, and otherwise the part the Minotaurs have not been uh, bothered by the Guard, turns fully and. Lowering the weapon slightly to a ready stance, begins moving at a walking pace towards the party, or at least in this case, Mithran and Zanatari.
2: Um, at this point in time, I would like to, in my drunken stupor, yell profanities at the Minotaurs, please. <laughs> so more or less, uh, I, you. Bull face, what's my jigger's?
0: <laughs> he lost sp- into old man.
2: You'll stink. You'll smell like cows and <laughs> smell like horses and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not very uh good Propane. with the words. I'm not I'm, I'm Get
0: off look- my lawn! <laughs> you can't get off my lawn!
1: I don't know, you're, like, more, like, lawful neutral than profane, but okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay, hold on, let me think of something more profane. What do cows, what do what bulls don't like? Um you're not the sound of
1: that,
3: ween.
2: Butcher shops,
0: uh... Oh, yeah, the color red.
3: McDonald's. I'm gonna
2: take your ass downtown to the butcher shop, and I'm gonna get me some rump roast.
1: <laughs> that sounds wrong. You call yourself horny? Points at Cesar. That man. That man. <laughs> Cesar blushes and does a little
3: nod. <sighs> I can't argue with that. Yeah.
0: Worst taunt ever.
2: <laughs> let's let's go with something simple but classic.
0: Minotaurs are stupid.
2: <laughs> um, I. <I'd... laughs>
3: okay, I'd like to. Uh, you know, don't listen to him. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what do you want? What do you want, uh, Minotaur? What is your name? I, just what do you want? Tell us what you want.
1: The Minotaur, the, who has his weapon still at the ready, uh, stops probably about 20 feet from Mithrin and kind of jerks his head back towards in the direction of the shack and goes, uh, you know, this merchant owes some tolls. And his name is Gorath.
3: So, your name is Gorath. yes, what tolls as uh, you know it has he trespassed on your property has he
2: he didn't pay Gandalf <laughs>
3: <None> <laughs> shall pass
0: multi
1: the Minotaur seems to have sort of like a a standard saying, but what you're asking him causes him to sort of kind of n- Almost sort of crinkle his face as if trying to think on what to say, um, and the response is a little more the guttural. Uh, merchant attempted to pass through well, some more lines of the merchant attempted to pass through um, his city in the trade route and failed to pay his toll.
3: Okay, well then why don't we just ask him for the toll and you guys can stop, you know, destroying his house and, and ruining this community.
1: There's uh, the... Go on.
2: I was just going to say to Mithrin that your logic has no place here in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, the, DM.
1: The Minotaur, the Minotaur shrugs as they're sort of a... not Not a crunching of body yelp, but a uh, yelp as the merchant comes flying out of one of the walls of the shack, uh, which is already pretty ramshackle to begin with, is now almost pretty much just a couple of um, boards nailed to a frame that is rapidly disintegrating. There's another Minotaur on the inside who had apparently been aiming to put the merchant out through the quote-unquote rug-covered window, uh, but may have missed a bit and instead uh, caused a few board, additional boards to be broken. Merchant lands on the ground uh, in a pile of dust. He's still moving and kind of groaning and seems very surprised. Gorath sort of shrugs uh, in answer to... Mithrin's question and goes. We were sent to collect a toll. Uh, the the rest of it is, um, you know, a matter among uh, merchants and people higher than him.
3: Okay, but you you have to stop uh, hurting this man because if you don't, you know, we're we are going to have to defend him because
2: you're being unfair to him. I would like to point out at this point that we do not speak for him, and we are a totally separate entity. This man uh, works on his own accord, and has not been hired by the party as of yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Disclaimers.
3: I would like to look back and say, thanks for your faith.
2: (laughs) You're most welcome.
1: The Minotaur seems a little quizzical at, uh, what Thorne is saying, but seems to understand fairly quickly. And responds, then you should not be involved if, you know, you're not a member of his, his caravan or his direct staff. This is a matter between the four pillared hall and this merchant. Pretty much they seem like enforcers that have just been sent out to, in an attempt to get the money. And he's sort of like, you know, we'll, we'll get the toll one way or, the other, um, if he would cooperate, then we wouldn't need to be doing this.
0: Okay. I
2: have a query. So these guys are basically just like fixers for like, uh, I guess, uh, a caravan mafia. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, either caravan mafia or uh, instead of sending a collection notice because you, you ran through your local highway toll, um, they send these guys out. You know, there, there, there may be agreements in, in place for this sort of thing or something. But since you guys have have dabbled in saving the world and not economics or uh, local regional economics that much, there may be something going on here.
2: Um. Okay, so I'm 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 going to get serious for a moment. Um, brace yourself. Yeah, brace yourself. My is internet it? is
1: quivering, ready to go down at this.
2: Um, is there any way that we can, um, solve this problem? Well, this is, okay, this is in character, so me to the Minotaur. Is there any way that we can stop this man from losing a limb or his life, um, while you still receive what you're after?
1: The weapon lowers slightly more, um, and... He go the the Minotaur Gorath goes, yes, we get what we were sent for.
0: Xanatari hmm. steps up and says, of, enough of this. You try my patience. Uh, I understand the story from the side of the caravan owner. If you have an issue and you want to get paid, you can talk to the person in charge of the town and go through diplomatic channels, but your show of force isn't going to get what you want Um we don't take kindly to people coming in here and just forcing their way. So you need to get, you need to back off now or you're going to have a problem.
2: I whispered to Zanatari, at this could be a good opportunity to make some money.
1: I mean, we don't have that much. Just, to saying. Make some money. We huh? need to live. At, at any point in time during this, um,. If anyone wishes to make any skill checks or something, just let me know, or if if it's just that your characters are saying things.
0: Well, I have a question, because I've come from the blacksmith, but I don't know, we never really clarified if the blacksmith gave me the armor and mace, or if it's still at the blacksmith, because I'd like to know if I'm armed, or if I'm just here barehanded. If I remember correctly, you did
1: pick everything up from the blacksmith. Yes, you did get everything from the blacksmith. Sorry, I had to mute there, I was coughing. Okay.
0: Now the question is, would I have the armor on? Because if we're going to be all medieval, old school, technical, it would take like another person and some time to get that on. Or is could that you put something- the gauntlets on? Dis- on? I
1: yeah. think we discussed that you had been, you know, the the fitting had taken place, and he was just he had checked out the extra stuff, so you should be okay. i think cool. to go. Just
0: checking. All right. Mm-hmm.
2: Box his ears off. We could do that. We could have a boxing match. Our strongest versus your strongest. If we win. You leave the town?
0: <laughs> we don't negotiate here. This is yes, our town. No, shush. No, it's okay. No,
2: no, I know what I'm doing. I've, I've done so economics before. Drunk dog. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, I would like to make a, uh, a diplomacy role, please.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Um, and it's plus two. <laughs>
0: diplomacy that's, is the name uh,
2: of my base. That's, mace. that's, a, that's an eight. I'm... It's, it's more or less just begging.
0: Please.
2: Please. <laughs> I won't please.
1: stop. The, 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 the minotaur finally breaks down and, and has some degree of a laughing fit at uh, the rather funny wolf creature um, who has both been attempting to insult and now has attempted to uh, propose this sort of Proposes a sort of match. Uh, the Minotaur moves closer and comes in the direction of uh, Thorn. And while doing this says, if the merchant won't agree that there is a problem here, then perhaps one of you would uh, wish to take this um, issue forward without uh, he sort of looks around at all the sort of mess that he's made and his cohort has made uh, sport
2: I guess the party's going to look at me and say that I'm the one that should be responsible for this given that I've sort of spoken us into this position
3: Um, I'd, I'd like to you know kind of step in between them and say, isn't there any way to stop this without without fighting? Can't we just talk this out?
0: <laughs> Xanatari um, says, uh, you can talk it out if you want to, but I'm going into the hut. Uh, he's already caused more than the amount that he's owed in damages here. I'd like to make this
2: side. If, if we use our, use our heads here, minotaurs are, let's face it, they're, they're bull people. I think they value strength more so than than anything else. Maybe maybe the the boxing match might be a good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, but why box for something that you have nothing to win. There's nothing to win for us here. Yeah,
2: but we save innocent lives. We can do
0: that, but hitting them Isn't that
2: Yeah Yeah, <laughs> but hitting them, like they've they've done nothing. They're just doing their job. They
0: came into That's our like, town and smashed the shack to bits. Are you kidding? Yeah, but the guy but the guy's obviously done something wrong. No, either. I just talked to him as, earlier. As he like, said he met somebody. See, here's the but, story, which you guys don't know. Um, and I can tell you, I guess, out of character, but you don't know this in character. I already uh, met with the caravan, and I was talking to him earlier, and what he said was that um, he met with a Minotaur who was blocking the road to the Minotaur city, and the guy knew him from previous encounters and gave him a way around the city, so he only had to pay a, sh- a little or. A, littler, a smaller toll than he would have normally paid and was directed back around. So he did pay a toll, but it's not what the other Minotaurs. Like, he kind of so, got away with something a little because he knew the guy, so he gave him a discount. But it was the so other Minotaur's choice to give him the discount. It wasn't.
2: Yeah, but he, he, this is, this is a saying that he fully understands that there is a higher toll on the road. He's gone out of his way to. To I guess cheat the system. What if that? Well, what Martians if that minotaur that all the time.
0: Is... That's what they do. Yeah, but but <laughs> it's it's uh... capitalism. Yeah. Well,
2: let's face it. It's going to relate to this as well. I guess. I well, mean, why the city the still needs least...
0: minotaur, up, so not. What the if fortune. the other
2: minotaur was acting in its own interests? What well, of if it's actually it so a, he- an outlying? It was an outlier from the from the civilization. It wasn't welcome within the city, and has taken the toll for its own. And in that sense
1: the actual town You're or the
0: caravan. Crap. No, <laughs> You're I'm just, just I'm just thinking crap. this out. Hey, I'm hey, just sanitary.
1: Sanitary, there, there's there's also the additional component that the merchant was not allowed to use the road even though he paid the, the lower the lower fee. He was uh, forced off the trade route.
0: Right, so he turned around and came back here, which is why he's here, not there.
3: Um DM I would, I would like to run over to the merchant and actually do a heel check and just make sure he's okay
1: okay go ahead and run on over and go ahead and do that
3: all right, and that would be a twenty one
1: yeah he he's he's fine aside from just the you know he everything happened so fast that he hasn't actually been hit by any weapons and was fairly uh ragdoll when he went through the the bits on the wall, so he, he's he's okay, he's just kind of in a stunned up state, but um, Xanatari, when he came, he came and was able to bypass the city uh, to make it here, but he was not able, allowed to use the road through the um, through that area.
2: Mm-hmm. So essentially he's done something wrong. He's trespassed on an area where he wasn't allowed to go to get back to where He is now.
1: But, are you're you're saying this all in character? No, Mm -hmm.
0: I haven't because I'm at the shack and they're down. I don't know if they can hear me.
1: Okay. Um, If you're at the shack, then the other Minotaur uh, would be able to hear you. And there's sort of a uh, a, a bellow, sort of a a Minotaur whistle to the... uh, Gorath from from the shack, but you—it doesn't look like you're getting swung at or uh, charged or anything.
0: Okay, so let me um, be clear about what's like the terrain and stuff. Um, hmm? The merchant's on the ground near the shack. We're like back from the merchant, and Gorath is what to the left of the merchant, or?
1: Um, you guys are about 30 feet away from the shack. Gorath is in front of you guys. Um, if Mithrin, since Mithrin has moved around, he hasn't been challenged or anything in moving around, uh, sort of back and a little bit to the left of Gorath. You've gone around the Minotaur to the shed, and then that leaves Caesar and Thorn directly. Um, sort of somewhat in, in front of the Minotaur.
4: And if you couldn't tell Cesar's been hanging back since he's f- fairly unprotected but he is, he has a, a crossbow bolt loaded and he's ready to take action if he needs to but he's sort of staying back.
2: Okay so um, I'm, I think for the best interest of this entire town because let's face it if these guys, I don't think we're going to be able to, well we probably could stop these guys if they just started to wreck the, the place. But I think if we can, if we can solve this with as little confrontation as possible, um, if this, if, you know, in this case, a friendly competition, um, basically we win, they get their, their recompense, or they, they, they give us the money for, um, to, to, to repair the, the building, but they get the object, you know, get whatever sum thereafter for the toll. Um,
1: Gorath responds to the bellow from the other Minotaur, and the two of them have a rather quick, sort of clipped conversation in a language that you suppose to be their native one. And Gorath, after a few moments looks between the old man and werewolf creature in front of him before turning and calling in the direction of Xanatari. Repeat what you just said. There was another.
0: And I would either have the merchant, the merchant's not conscious, right? He's kind of like dazed, is that what you said?
1: He, he's he's dazed but conscious, and he's kind of sputtering, and you know, just trying to he's just trying to get some air back in his lungs. But he's he's up and conscious.
0: Okay, uh, I would say Gorath. Here is the story that I was told earlier that this merchant and his caravan were intending to trade with your city, the Minotaur City. They were turned away uh, some distance from the city and told they couldn't travel there, directed to an alternate route around the city, and paid a toll to a friend of theirs that was a Minotaur of yours. Uh, They have paid a toll, in my understanding, and did not trespass on your area. I don't know why you're here, but you're causing destruction and you have no right to be here. Uh, and I will stop you if need be, but I think you should uh, perhaps talk to your own people who dealt with him before you come here looking for us.
1: The Minotaur ponders this for a moment and then puts the head of his maul uh, flat to the ground and sort of dragging the weapon behind him uh, approaches the merchant's and Mithrin. the other Minotaur that is near Zanatari continues to talk in something I guess Minotaur East if there is such a thing and mentioned something about Dormalund over and over again, as if uh, it is some somewhat of a name the Gorath sort of waves him off and explains to the group that there appears to be indeed a misunderstanding um, that the merchants failed to clear up. That being the one who took his toll is known to these two, but he's apparently a rival enforcer for another trade organization. Gorath pauses knowing that Mithrin is standing right there and sort of eyeballs him and then eyeballs the merchant. Uh, Clearly, he could try to just, you know, sort of push Mithrin out of the way to go over to the merchant. There is a... There's been an attempt at a parlay so far, so it seems like the, the Minotaur is playing along with that.
3: As soon as I see him approach, um, I would like to slap on my Defender Aura. Okay. And uh, just basically get ready for who knows what, because I, I I don't trust what he's doing. It seems like he's playing at something. Can I actually make an insight check? Sure. 13.
1: Okay, you get the feeling, uh, or at least maybe the impression that with how the weapon is being held right now, that that it would take, that it's not an easy way to heft the weapon to smush the merchants. Okay.
3: Um, Yeah, I'm basically just going to turn on my Defender Aura and uh, just be
1: ready. The Minotaur sort of leads the—I uh, I hate to say the—to use the cliche of leading the the bull by the horns, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you love
0: to use the cliche. I was going to say you don't
1: hate that at all. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: baca, we baca, haven't baca. had one this episode yet.
1: Yeah. The and he and he goes. So you didn't pass through the city to the merchants. Who kind of weakly responds. And, no! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> you know, the, the, the merchant's kind of sitting up now and and, and so forth, but uh, Gorath looks at Zanatari and goes, well, I guess sometimes word, words are stronger than muscle.
0: You can thank the drunk dog for that one. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you have words words.
1: Um the other Minotaur walks through what remains of the wall of uh that the merchant went through and places his weapon on the ground. Gorath uh, likewise puts his weapon down in front of Mithrin and sort of holds uh his arms off to his sides in in a way that you know sort of keeps him from whatever he may have on his belt and states we are apparently uh acting beyond our orders or what we were instructed and given for orders.
4: By this point, Cesar sees that the threat is sort of gone, and he comes closer and says, uh, well, uh, that seems to be true. Uh, Do you think your uh, employers are going to do anything about all this? And he sort of gestures around with his crossbow to all the damage they've done.
1: The Minotaur doesn't seem... Sad that his, for his handiwork, or, you know, doesn't, doesn't seem like disapproving of his handiwork. Um, but it seems clear that whatever story he had been given, or for the assignment, there's, there's some degree of, uh, morality or ethics at, at play here. Um, the rules have changed, and therefore, sort of his scope has changed there's a there's a nod towards caesar and there's there's apparently um, explains in in brief to the party that there's been a lot of issues at the uh, four pillared hall recently that have caused much disruption and fighting within the the city and this appears to be a an incident that uh has now spilled outside of the city, and will be taken care of.
3: Hmm. Um, I'd like to help the merchant up, and uh, you know, kind of dust him off, and say, you know, are you okay? Is everything all right? Has you know, you have anything to say to these guys?
1: The, mer- the merchant seems furious, um, of course, and you know, he's like, he he starts shouting at, at, at Gorath that you know he he's not one of those damned cultists he's not flying he's not flying the flag he's not you know wearing a badge of the drow he he's just simply a merchant that has been known to come through the city. He has come through the city often he has tried to avoid the politics of late um, he's not supplying any of the warring factions and he's never had issues with the trade houses
3: um can I uh, motion to Xanatari and kind of go, can you come over here for a second?
0: Um, Zanatari is watching from near the shack and she sees bentherton's gesture and and kind of walks closer so she can be a part of the conversation
3: and I just kind of to Xanatari off to the side you know I you know I didn't mean to like overstep my authority here and like you know take over it's just I hate seeing fighting for no reason um, but I just heard the word drow and I'm not a much of a, uh, huge traveler or adventurer, but I do know that that's no good. Um, so maybe you should be involved in, in like getting in between these two and seeing what's going on because there's some, there's a lot more here than just a simple, you didn't pay me.
0: Okay. I would, uh, I would tell him that I applaud his, his, uh, diplomacy, his, his instinct toward diplomacy um, and turn towards the Agorath and say to the merchant and to Agorath that uh, I think you guys need to work out something. Maybe a day or two of labor can repair all of this from the Minotaurs. They look like strong folk. But before you decide how you want to to remedy this in a fair way, I would ask the merchant, what he meant by the warring factions and the Four Pillars, and especially the uh, inclusion of other races like the Drow that aren't part of the uh, culture of the Minotaurs.
1: The merchant doesn't look at you all like he, he He knows who you are in theory, but the explanation isn't given as if looking down his nose. There's been a long history somewhat unspoken that there is a, a night and day side of the four pillared hall where there is surface trade, which he is a part of. Um, Merchants are allowed to come through the Minotaur territory in order to trade both with them and to, export goods, there's, there's sort of a symbiotic relationship. Uh, some Minotaurs don't like that, and some of the trade houses wish only to trade with uh, those below ground. And there's been a trade with, there's apparently uh, other underground cities, some of them drow, and he kind of hucks a, a, a loogie into the dirt, at the mention of the race but recently that sort of balance between the two sides where they one side ignores the other has been spilling over because there have been some sort of cult or adjutant that has been provoking um, the two sides to come into conflict and the merchant uh, thinks that maybe blocking of the trade route was due to this or just due to someone, you know, getting one of the trade houses attempting to assert more control and so forth. Um, But there's apparently been a good deal of violence uh, and uh, skullduggery in the area of late, but still the, the gains for trading have not outweighed the cost until he kind of looks over to Shack, and, you know, he kind of gets the sense that, okay, a couple more, you know, boards stuck up here and it'd probably be somewhat serviceable, but the, the worth of the trade route has been more than the potential hazards, but, you know, there's now more going on than they like. Hmm.
0: I would ask the Minotaur who sent him and specifically why.
1: Mortok is uh, his direct boss and he's the head of the Jasper Trading House, which <laughs> is one of the one of the, the main trade groups within the, uh, the Four Pillared Hall. But he is you know, he's the one that sent the, sent them out to collect a toll because apparently more more talk likes the money and wants to make sure that all of his books are balanced. You know he, he 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 seems he seems proud. when he says the name, hes sort of like it it seems like a name that has has earned some respect with this minotaur, so he doesn't quite feel like, you know the 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 paid lackey. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he had a job to do. He was sent out. This is what he does. This is what Gorath does.
3: He serves someone worth serving, basically.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: On a side note, we all know that my character has a sort of side mission to gather artifacts. I'd like to find out whether um, these minotaurs could give me some information, um, but I want to talk to them Oh, I want to talk to one of them away from the party so they can't discover my, um, the duplicitous, dark my, yeah, my duplicitous motives. So <laughs> I sort of wander away towards the minotaurs that are standing near the shack. Um, and I, uh, I, I, I you know, I kick at the rubble and I, and I clear my throat and I go, uh, so, uh, you guys are Minotaurs, huh? That's, that's, <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, I guess. You know, uh, half man, half beast. A lot like myself, we've got a fair amount in common, actually. I was just, uh, just wondering. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a great collector. Well, more, I should accurately say my master is a great collector of, of artifacts and, and magical objects. And I was just wondering, do you guys have any information on... A place or places that we could go to 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 get these artifacts so i would make sure that you guys are compensated for your information
1: the minotaur sort of looks at uh thorn and he's he's clearly more of a, of a, of a base nature and just kind of wants you, you can see that he's if he hadn't had already given up uh, and surrender, uh, would be quite happy to reach a large handover and crush Thorn's head like a grape. Uh, but refrains and doesn't answer Thorn directly because it, it seems like whatever Thorn is talking about is, is taking a bit of a bit of a stretch for him to uh, wrap his mind around. The issue, though, is after a guttural response to Gorath, uh, Gorath seems to be almost kind of immediately on edge towards Thorn, And kind of... Mm, Hostilities don't ensue, but there is definitely sort of an an, an escalation in terms of uh, response and heat, and in what he says back to Thorne. You sound an awful lot like those. Those sound awfully lot, a lot like the questions that those cultists were asking when they they first appeared as well. Are you, are you with Orcus?
2: I'm not. As a matter of fact, our party defeated uh, an avatar of Orcus, if I remember correctly. Uh, that was our last adventure. So no, we're not with Orcus at all. I'm just a mere collector, a mere collector for my own master.
1: Hmm. You can you can tell that this minotaur has a dislike now of, of Thorne. There's something inherently shady that this, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a degree of taint that, uh, Thorne has brought to the proceedings, at least as far as the two Minotaurs, the other Minotaur, uh, seeing that his, um, associate is at odds, um, likewise kind of gives, uh, Thorne a, kind of head jerk that he should maybe step away for potentially his own good
2: um, I really need this information I really do um, so I'm going to if I may I'd like to maybe perhaps try um, to persuade him by pushing a coin into his hand <laughs> and saying you could be rewarded greatly from your your own trade master if you were to bring back many treasures if you give me this information so do you want to roll maybe a diplomacy check
1: sure go ahead and roll a diplomacy check
2: I hope to god I pass yes <laughs> natural 20
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> um As you reach out to push the coin into uh, the Minotaur's hand, the Minotaur closes his grip on you, and and you sort of feel the extreme strength until after a a few moments of probably extremely painful, uh, crushing kind of feel, the... Um, grip slackens just slightly enough, as you sort of can tell that the inherent greediness of this particular minotaur is starting to win out and the coin is sort of move is 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 accepted, but um you don't get a direct response right then and there
2: okay i say I say, um, under my breath. If you're looking for me, I'll be in the the, the inn, um, and I'll walk away and murmur under my breath, didn't need that hand anyway.
0: <laughs> you and your hands.
2: Yeah, I
1: know. The, as, as you are sort of walking off, the uh, Mantar kind of shifts back a little bit and draws a line that probably only Thorn would be able to make out uh, in terms of uh, being able to see directly instead of it sort of being like a random movement. It looks sort of like a random movement to everybody else. Um, And this is kind of a a straight line, sort of like a rod length.
2: Interesting. Um, I I stop and I I look at it. So It's, it's a... Is there some sort of insight check I could maybe take in regards to, like, a, a perception or something?
1: Um, yes, if you wish to go for an active.
2: An active perception?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a 21. Okay. All up. The line seems just about as... Uh, long as the one, one of the ones that you had spirited away.
2: Uh, okay. All right. So, um, so I, I, I look around to make sure that no one's looking directly at us and I, and I murmur, and where can I find this? He,
1: he, he sort of gives you the, the, the Minotaur's, uh, duh version of, uh, the look.
2: Give me a head nudge or something, come on. I'm a yeah, wolfman, I... I'm not that smart.
1: <laughs> sort, of, sort, of, sort of towards uh, Gorath, as if, you know, whatever Gorath was talking about was, you know, the...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sort of the, the under-trades and stuff. Mm, okay. I, know, I, uh, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd let your kind of perception check bleed over into the, hey, you just listened to it and your brain caught up.
2: Ah, I flick him another coin.
1: Um, this this time the the coin just kind of bounces off of him, and you sort of get the, the the feeling that such open bribery, or perhaps it's the act of not to be seen to take the bribe or have to share the bribe the coin bounces off the Minotaur and you kind of get the feeling that, again, you you may wish to move away from this one.
2: Um, I go... I, I, I act quickly. I say, like, oh, pardon me, I, I seem to have dropped a coin. And I, I push the coin over towards his hoof and then step away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sanitari hears the sound of scuffling and clinking and looks over in the general direction of, of Thorne who looks, as usual, like he's... bothering people gives him a (laughs) glare
1: um Cesar where where are you in this in this present uh, distance kind of well for a while I'd been hanging back but since they
4: sort of lowered their weapons I wandered up near to where the majority of the rest of them were
1: Okay. Um, Cesar, based on a passive perception role that I've done, uh, your character uh, would have likewise seen the line in the sand. Perhaps not the context of such, but you, you do see that there is an attempt at uh, some degree of...
2: Communication. Yes.
1: Okay. Good. Um, and since I believe you were one that was... It was Zanatari who was attempting to... Get the rod. I believe you were also in the, um, the last season. You were one that was also trying to.
0: Remember, he uh, dropped it because yes. it was going to corrupt him, so he dropped yeah. it.
1: Yes, right. Okay, so you, you you would likewise have an idea of size, but perhaps not the the meaning, and that is not entirely. uh... Wow, that sounds bad of taken out of context. <laughs> Mithrin, <laughs> have save you not us. seen the chat? <laughs> <laughs> I have, and again, audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mithrin, you you have also seen um, the line, but you sort of, since you have no context of the. Uh, the last season, what happened in the last season, um, it may just sort of look like he's just, the Minotaur's drawing a line in the sand, just being like, Thorn, do not get over here, otherwise, you know, you're going to get crushed like a mm-hmm. grape. Right. Zanatari, um, uh, do you want to make an insight? Sure. Roll or anything along the lines, because, you know, you see that Thorn's up to, obviously, he's going to push some button somewhere and.
0: What I do. Twenty-six. I actually have a good insight.
1: Oof. You you are Yeah, that's really good. I have fourteen um,
0: and then I add it to my twenty, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Just checking.
1: So you you've really uh managed to uh hone in on the fact that Thorn is up to uh no good indeed. Um Durr yeah but this is this is sort of the unsettling you sort of wanna throttle it out of him okay kind of way there's
2: when when does she not wanna throttle me
1: <laughs> well there's there there's there's thorn being thorn, but then there's sort of that 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 creeping kind of traitor in the midst okay. feeling you know there's there's something here. Formula, you know, the equations in your head haven't quite been matching up and it's kind of ignoring them to this point, but there seems to be something far greater amiss here than um, just simply Thorn provoking a Minotaur by throwing coins at him.
0: I would make a mental note to keep an eye on him and try to maybe sneak a little closer if he's having conversations further. Okay.
1: Alright. Um, the captain of the guard, uh seeing that so far fisticuffs have not broken out between the two Minotaurs and the local heroes, has approached um, the group and is looking to speak with one of the members of the party who uh who at this point wishes to take charge and speak with the the captain
0: say this again which captain
1: the captain of the town guard okay Cesar should do it
0: yeah Cesar why don't you talk I, to him
4: I feel like he actually sort of knows the least of what's going on at this point <laughs> he was sort of removed you know by choice since he didn't feel up for a fight without his armor and he doesn't have Xanatari's previous knowledge so I don't think that he would
3: I I Mithrin at this point would be like, uh Xanatari, I mean you're obviously the, the leader here. Maybe you should talk with the guard.
0: Okay. Uh is the guard in our midst now? Has he come to the circle?
1: Mm he he's he's out of obvious weapon range, but okay. he, he's up at the circle, yes.
0: I would give him a look like Really? Uh no one's fighting right now. Like kinda <laughs> <gotta>, like <laughs> wuss. wuss. and uh kinda gesture him over.
1: Mm, The the reaction from the guard, uh, the guard seems to be understanding that, you know, yes, he is the captain of the guard here. The town's heroes are handling something, and he didn't quite, you know, wish to get in the way of greatness. Um, There doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, fear on his part as he does step closer in.
0: I would kind of brief him on the situation that we already discussed, and... Uh, tell him that I think he should be in charge of seeing that the merchant and Gorath, uh, work something out to repair the the damage caused here and that, um, you know, I don't say anything about the factions or anything about the drow or any of that stuff. Just kind of deal with the immediate problem and then, uh, and then I guess I would, I would say that to the Minotaurs that I would like to speak with them further once they work this out with the town's uh, magistrates and captains and things like that, and that we would be in the tavern and be interested to hearing more about what's going on with them and see if there's anything we can do to help. And then I guess I would back off and let them handle it.
1: Gorath speaks up after this and nods towards Xanatari to... The captain of the guard. He responds, uh, "We have surrendered to to this group, and you know they they have disposed of us as such. We will go with you and and, and work on uh, amends because there's some truth and there's what we have here, and we will make uh, amends to that." So you're, you're you're dealing with at least one somewhat ethical enforcer or extremely law-toting uh, thug, but um, mm-hmm. the merchant is just kind of sighing, like he's he's got this is going to take more time away, but he he also is going to go um, along with the captain of the guard. Um, I'm assuming that
3: I'm standing pretty near Zenitari at this point.
1: If you wish to be
3: okay, um, I would also. I'm not sure. I, th- I think I've been in town a couple days. Would I have heard about the, the church and the group that Zanatari is trying to create, like mm-hmm. teaching people in town about her faith and things like that?
1: Well, it, have... it 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 seems it seems to be largely a uh, a, a homespun effort. Um, it. Senator, do you want to talk about originally the what the the concept, the the original concept?
0: <laughs> the original concept was to give Sanitari something to do with herself that would generate income, <laughs> which I yeah. didn't have any decision in, and it was assigned for the GM. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you here.
1: Well, the the, the backstory is here. The original sort of shrine thing was just something that she had set up in her room, and. The people that run the tavern sort of um, took this and noted it and went, oh, that's kind of a an interesting idea. And since um, Paylor, Paylor's church tends to not be so greedy, but is one of the more dominant face within the area, um, they decided, you know, the town eventually sort of decided that since Paylor wasn't striking her down for... Uh, existing within his realm um, that, you know, maybe it might be cool and nice if uh, they tried to um, put something up at least to honor or show that, uh, you know, her deity assisted in saving the town as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd like to, you know, step up there and go, you know, I, uh, Xanatari, I, I know we have just met um, and I don't mean to presume anything about about your faith or your religion or anything but the way i've understood it from the way that the town folk have talked and the people in the end that i've heard is that isn't your religion very much against chaos and disorder and evil
0: definitely against evil
3: um it, it it's kind of strikes me as as odd as that that uh you heard mention of the drow and you didn't you didn't like just freak out about it i I mean, the drow are inherently evil.
0: I think Xanatari would say, well, one of the reasons I want to speak with the Minotaurs afterwards is to see what's going on here.
3: Ah, okay.
0: And I don't know if they've done anything. It's more their actions I'm concerned about. I can't take on the entire drow kingdom, but I want to see what's going on in the Minotaur city and then, then go from there.
3: Very wise. Um... I guess the only reason that I bring this up is just I've heard, you know, hundreds <laughs> hundreds of stories about the evil drow, you know, and I've rarely ever heard of anything they've done that even requires even the slightest bit of positivity. So, I, I just, you know, I figured that you would be, like, the beacon <laughs> against them in this area.
0: Xantar would say that she doesn't know a lot about the drow not being from this area, and... The stories of the jarrah haven't reached the Kalishtar uh, specifically, so she doesn't know a lot about it, and she would ask uh, Mithrin you know, to share some of his stories and tell her more about this people.
3: Um, yeah, maybe maybe we should we should discuss these things you know somewhere off in in you know not
1: right here in the middle of the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
1: I, I I do think though that at some point Mithrin needs to have a proper story to tell for the podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I said l- I was looking forward to seeing you in battle, Mithrin, and, uh, and I was glad we didn't end up in an altercation, but it's kind of disappointing.
3: Well, I I you know just you know to kind of tell all of you where I come from is just there's a stronger power in words than just spells, you know, is that. And, you know, it's one thing to fight, but it's better if you never have to swing.
2: So. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, a goblin army approaches from the north.
0: How <laughs> 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 oh, how fortuitous! No. Um... The eagles are here. The, <laughs> the eagles. <are> here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. S-
1: Caesar, do you do you have anything to uh, add while we wind this part down? I'll go through uh, each of you.
4: Um. I guess he uh, he sort of claps Mithrin on the shoulder and says, "Well, I guess we'll we'll have to test your abilities at a, at a later time." I, I don't I find it hard to say that I'm sad that we didn't get to fight here, but uh, if it would with those two uh, piles of beef, I'm sure that would have been a, a good test for you. But uh, knowing us, I, I think we'll we'll find a, an opportunity for that in the nearer than, than later future.
1: Okay.
2: Uh Thorn. Um well, I've pretty much done everything I need to. I've uh, I'm I basically I look over my shoulder at the uh the minotaur uh who I secretly gave the first coin to and didn't mm-hmm. make a show of um sort of jerk my head towards the pub and then I make my way towards the actual pub myself.
1: Uh Zanatory?
0: I would be continuing my conversation uh, and heading back down the path towards the inn, kind of looking b- back behind me to see that the others are following and, uh, and make my way there. Okay.
1: And Mithrin? Um, I would like to go
3: with everyone else because I would very much like to tell a story if anyone would want to hear it.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd 4 com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew, One Topic, Two Geeks, Several Beers. One at GrayAreaPodcast.com and the other at one.libson.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.